Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. No surprise last night, Lamar Jackson won his second MVP, becoming the youngest two-time winner since the merger. And if he'd gotten one more vote, he'd now be the first ever two-time unanimous winner. More on that in just a moment. But, of course, Lamar is now two and four in the postseason. So, Michael Irvin, please assess Lamar's career so far. Listen, Lamar has had an incredibly successful career so far. When you look at how he's tracking right now, you just mentioned a two-time MVP. But let's break down those MVPs and let's break down how Lamar is coming to this league, right? Lamar came into this league with guys asking him, hey, hey, son, son, come over here, son. son, son. Can you go practice and let me see you run a 40. Let me see you try this. We yep. don't even have faith that you can really play this position. So can you try other things just in case we have a spot to draft you somewhere at those, at those positions? Lamar said, no, I'm not doing that. I told you guys he Frank Sinatra this whole thing. He said, I'm going to do it my way. I believe in me. And he came out and won his second MVP. Let me break. First MVP, he won as a running back playing quarterback. And, and, and I even said sometimes early, like I, I, his first MVP, some of the runs he made, just how dynamic and beautiful those runs were, you should have given him the trophy just for those runs. He was some, doing some incredible things with his legs. This second MVP, he won with his arm. You know, yeah, yeah he didn't throw, like Sherm said, for 30 touchdowns or for enough touchdowns. He, he did get his numbers up late with some big games, but but like like Sherman would like it, but he still won with his arms. We, we we saw what he did. We saw him with his arms. We saw him sit in the pocket, delivering the pass, winning football games with his teams. So with his team. So Lamar is in a great place. He got his bag. He may, he may have not gotten it all guaranteed, but I guarantee you he'll make it all. Let me say that again. He may not have gotten it all guaranteed, but I guarantee you. He'll make it all in another contract after that because last year told us this. When you saw the way he handled his, his growth, that passing game growth in a new offense, give him another year in that offense and see what happens. But all in all, it's going to be measured by the tally of Super Bowls. Mm. And he's in the same era as Patrick Mahomes. I'm not worried about that playoff record because we got Pey- Peyton Manning up in the top Ranked 
up in the top ranks of the quarterbacks of all time right now, and he started out with a playoff record like that, and he had a beast in his way, too. Just like Lamar Jackson got Patrick Mahomes, Peyton Manning had Tom Brady, but he had a chance. He came from up under that rug and raised his hand and won him a few Super Bowls, and Lamar Jackson had the opportunity to do the same. I think he's had an incredibly successful career so far, but the book is still not finished being written, if you ask Lamar Jackson. Phenomenal career. Phenomenal. Over the top, over the moon start to a career. How many quarterbacks skip with love in their first six, six years or so to do what this young man has done? Well, uh, especially during regular seasons, it's impossibly do, great. Through, through it's, the it's, regular it's, well, it's season, the best, to be you, able you could argue to, it's the greatest start to a career ever. To be able to yeah. even get into the playoffs yeah. to start. What we're not going to do, though, is we're not going to start moving the goalposts continuously on Lamar. Because that, that's, like, like, like Michael said, why don't you come over here and let us see you run a 40 because we think you might be best suited to do something right. different. Mm -hmm. So you start there. Then he becomes the backup to Joe Flacco. He doesn't come in like most number one picks. They come in and they start. Right? Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, they just start. They, they, they just put him in and you're the starting quarterback. He didn't go through that. They had to see that Joe Flacco wasn't it. Switch up the offense, insert him into the lineup. Now they go to the playoffs. They did. Okay? So when you look at that, you say to yourself, that's one goalpost that's moved. That's another goalpost that's moved. Well, he can't win in the playoffs. He won in the playoffs. Well, he can't go to the AFC Championship game. Well, he went to the AFC Championship game. Now, can he get to the Super Bowl? Like Michael mentioned, Peyton Manning. You just go on and on and on about different quarterbacks yep. that have had to face similar circumstances about their postseason records. It, it, we, we, we shouldn't do that. We should sit back and look at him in the regular season in particular and say, well, he was the best player on the field. Now, in the playoffs against Kansas City, he wasn't the best player on the mm -hmm. field. He just wasn't. And that's one of the main reasons they lost. He knows that. He understands that. And I think he'll make the necessary corrections because he's got all the time in the world, Skip. He's got all the time in the world. But what we like to do is pick certain quarterbacks apart, just certain ones, because Dak, whether it's Dak Prescott or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, any of them, they don't get the same as Lamar Jackson when it comes to the playoff-type negativity. They just don't. don't Why know. that is? Well, you. I've been you, hard on Dak. Yeah, He's you've been hard on. You've been hard on Dak. You. Yeah. I'm talking about from a national yeah. perspective. That's true. The fan base of the Cowboys are going to be hard on everybody that if they don't do what Michael them did. That's just the reality of it. <laughs> I mean, that's the reality of it. I know. But okay. but when you look Simple at it, yeah. when you look at it, I just want to say one thing too before I give it to you, Skip. Yes, sir. He did win the MVP last night, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. I just want to make yeah. sure. When you see Sherm oh, in Vegas. I thought about that. No, 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 don't, don't think too hard, Michael, because you're going to run into him. I just want you to I tell him for me. Kristen McCaffrey, total, total. Okay, Lamar Jackson, 493 points. 493, right? I, I, Skip, you went right, to Vandy, yeah. help me with the math. You're really smart. Kristen McCaffrey, 147. 
Is that 147 and 493, is that co? No. So you would have to have like 493 to 493 for it to be co, right? And Richard contended that they would split it, right? Yeah, Share it. Yeah, did yeah. Christian right, get right, one right, right, first place right, 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 vote? Right, right, right. One? He, he, he got he zero not. in he my got opinion. Zero. No, he got from zero. I, from what I'm place. looking at, he got zero. Zero, for sure. So I just, I yeah. just wanted to bring that okay. up. And, so, Richard, you know. You won your bet. Yeah. I, I was shocked hey, that Richard yeah. took that bet because it was a he sucker bet. He finished third. He behind Dak Prescott. Uh, yeah. It was a sucker bet. Hey, hey Skipper Key, Skipper Key, listen, listen, listen. And so, and I'm sitting right on the front row, and Lamar's right over here to my right. And I promise, soon as they started talking MVP, my mind came to the show. I said, oh, God, here we go. Because the fire which sure came out. And when I saw Lamar get up to go get that MVP, I said, they're going to eat Sherm up with this right here. Yeah. We'll be all over him. I'm, but, it, yeah, it, it, was, it was so funny, man. It was funny. But it, it really was a great night, man. Lamar definitely deserved to win that MVP. It did. was just an incredible night. Yeah, right. he really did. All right, quick point of order. I wanted Lamar, I predicted Lamar would be a unanimous MVP, and that would have made him obviously the first unanimous, back, you know, twice unanimous. Mm. And yet, one vote he did not get, and it belonged to Aaron Schatz. I worked with Aaron a few times on the old ESPN show. Oh, numbers, so they have to disclose. Numbers never lie. I don't know, it just got mm. reported. I read it this morning, and Aaron mm. tweeted about it and has written about it, but... This is the Richard Sherman argument, and let's be fair to Richard on this. This is what Aaron wrote about why he picked uh, Josh Allen first in his MVP, Dak second, and Lamar third. Aaron wrote, and, and he's a highly respected analytical football mind, Aaron wrote, there's no question that by nearly every advanced metric you could look at, Josh Allen and Dak Prescott had better seasons than Lamar Jackson. Okay, well, there's one metric. Does one loss record count as a metric? I don't know. But if you look at that and use your eye test, that's a whole nother story. Now, to Richard's argument, you realize that Lamar finished 11th in touchdown passes with 24 and 15th in passing yards to become the first MVP ever to rank outside the top 10 in both those categories. Well, that was Richard... Yep. His defense of, of his pick of McCaffrey, he said, well, then you're speaking of moving the goalposts. He, he's saying you're moving them way down the field on this one if Lamar is going to be the MVP. Right. That that's we went no, back and no, forth. It, about I, yeah, we went back and yeah. forth on that. But okay. skip. Oh, come right. on. I, why I'm with why you. is he the MVP? then? If, if, if all well, this yeah. the metrics are. Why did 49 people give you first place votes? 49 out of 50. Yes. Because of their, of what, what did their eyes tell them? What did they see on Christmas night at San Francisco? Yes. When Lamar went in there against the best team in the NFC and just cleaned house yes. in their house, right? Yes. Okay, that's all you needed right. to know. And, and what I would say right. about this, but, though, but, now but, but, that he's gotten his second MVP, yeah. right. now I want to see him on television, man. I want to see him on commercials. I want to see him out there. Now, I don't know if it's because he doesn't want to do the stuff and doesn't have the necessary team behind him or the sponsors and the advertisers aren't interested in him because I've never seen an MVP not grace covers yep. and be on my television set multiple times. Never have I ever seen an MVP ever, especially a quarterback. This is his second MVP now. The second. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, you yeah, could create yeah. 
you know, people say we doesn't have a big personality, kind of quiet guy, whatever the case right. is. That's fine. Yeah, right, right. But if you got the right people in the marketing department sitting at the desk, they can create. Remember Little Penny? Remember Penny Hardaway? They said the same yeah, thing about Penny. Yeah. But did. guess what they did? They went and got Chris Rock and Tyra Banks, and they figured out they how to did. create something. And, and it was great. And it was great. It was so great. just, I just want to see it because it's the second MVP. Yeah. I don't want to see Josh Allen. Okay, okay. I don't want to see all of yeah. them do. I want to see this MVP yeah. on my screens next fall. Okay, Michael. Let, 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 me, say, let me say this, though, because as we talk about Lamar not giving, getting the unanimous MVP and all yeah. of those things and, Excuse me, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey getting a, a vote. What I thought was interesting is, you know, how, how the, the guys that you just talked about, who who had Josh Allen, Dak, and Lamar, how yeah. he has it ordered. Aaron Schatz. I, I, yeah. mm-hmm. I can understand yeah. it now. Maybe I shift Lamar to the front because, like you talked about, Skip, record. I, 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 is that in your matrix? Because he had a better uh-huh. record. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and got his team just a little bit farther. I would have been happy getting my team to where he got his team. But, but, but that's another thing. But when we put in a running back in the MVP conversation, only a year or two after we've talked about the less importance of the running back or the excusing of the running back, when we had all these other guys holding out, we talked about the running back position not being as important. And now all of a sudden it's back in the MVP, the MVP conversation. Mm-hmm. And then we use... Because it's a dual threat running back. He can run the ball and catch the ball. And I say, yes, that's true. But Lamar Jackson can run it and throw it. You know what I mean? And yeah. this year, threw it at an incredible level, mm. at a whole nother level in a new offense that you got a chance to see. And you can only expect him to improve upon. So so I, and I, I, that confused me. Like, if we had... Uh, the order that he had, and it's all quarterbacks, you say, yeah. okay, and maybe one of those quarterbacks, you know, stole something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's different. But, but yeah, Lamar Jackson, I think this is an incredible reward, award for him because it says this is just the beginning. Yeah. He got this at the beginning of learning this offense. It's like Patrick Mahomes who learned his offense and, and showed up, and now you have this. You put this on the football field every year and get a little bit better and mm-hmm. making those critical decisions down the, down the, in the end of the game, then you can end up also like Tom Brady and win you some championships. Yeah, and by the way, Michael, one other Aaron Schatz point about why he went with Josh Allen and Lamar down at third was because if you look at their rushing stats this year, Josh Allen's rushing stats were actually better across the board than Lamar's. Right. That doesn't mean that Lamar right. didn't do it at the right place, right time, where, the, where there were more impactful runs. You know, you, you start to factor in third down runs for first down, that sort of thing. But if you just look at the overall numbers, Josh's running the football it, it, a little it, it, better. Did, he, did, did Josh turn the ball over more than Lamar this year? It means what I said. Yeah. He, he turned it over more, right? He now. didn't run it enough. Yeah, but, but I say he didn't run it enough. In the crucial moments when he needed to. He I was agree. worried about, let me tell you, he was worried about beating Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen was worried about beating Patrick Mahomes. Josh, Lamar Jackson was worried about beating Patrick Mahomes. I'm talking about personally and individually. Brock Purdy won't have that ego trip. And, and Kyle Shanahan won't let him have it. He doesn't have that kind of control. Yeah. So to sum this up, Keyshawn, do, do, do I wish that Lamar's postseason record was four and two instead of two? You, you better believe I do. Yeah, of course. Because I root yeah. for him. Because yeah. to Michael's yeah. point, it was astonishing. He he went from 
you belong at receiver to the youngest ever two-time MVP. That that's impossibly right. great, and I honor that that's at the highest not. level. But I wish he had. At some point, he's going to validate. He didn't do it this year, but you just need one validation, which would be to get to a Super Bowl, and maybe that's coming but, next year. But the year. crazy thing, though, Skip, is, yeah. is he's not the only one. No, I understand. Hell, but, we just talked right, about right, Josh right, Allen, right, okay? Right. And we're always talking right. about the quarterback room being reset economically so you can build around him. Well, Josh Allen didn't go right. to the Super Bowl. No. Nope. He ain't been nowhere near the Super Bowl. Nowhere near. And he, they, they paid him his money. They did. They didn't reset the room by drafting another guy, and they're in the same position. Yeah. But we act as though Lamar isn't getting better in advancing his team each year. True. It's still early in this man's career. Right. Got it. Just because Agreed. Brock Purdy was able to do it faster in a short amount of time doesn't make him Tom Brady. It just doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are joined now by an extremely talented young man who's already making a case he's a top five NFL running back with a chance to become top one. He was a rookie, of course, this year for the Atlanta Falcons as the eighth overall pick. We say good morning, Bijan Robinson, who joins us on behalf of Courtyard. How are you, young man? Man, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. How you know it's good to be on the show with you guys. Good. We appreciate you. So, Bijan, let me get this off my chest real quick. I'm an Oklahoma Sooner yeah. fan, and I, I, I'd like cool. to thank you for leaving Texas to go to the NFL because every time <laughs> you touch the football against my Sooners, I was like, oh, no, not again, because we could yeah, not man. get you on the ground. That's right. So let me, let, me, let me ask you this. So I know you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, so how did it become a Dallas Cowboy fan? To an Oklahoma Sooner fan. Okay. And not I grew, a Texas fan. Okay. I grew up in Oklahoma City, and so our closest pro team in those days was Dallas. So I, I was okay. steeped. I got born into the Oklahoma Sooner thing. I just, it's in my blood. I can't okay. help it. And I, I got I, you. I got raised to hate the color orange, especially burnt orange, <laughs> which Texas wears. So I'm unhooked. Right. I'm, I'm down with the horns. Okay. I'm, yeah. Forgive me oh. for that. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, okay. I sound like that's fighting words. Yeah, it was. But I, I respect them. Hey. I just hate them. But that's just me. So, Bijan, you got a new head coach yeah. in Raheem Moore, yeah. somebody that I know very, very well. When you heard the news, yeah that Raheem was going to be the coach opposed to the rumors of a Bill Belichick. Where did your mm -hmm. mind go at that point in time? Yeah, so, like, when I heard when I heard Raheem was going to be the coach, you know, it was excitement uh, because, you know, I know that him and Coach Sark are our best friends. So, mm. Coach Sark was telling me, like, man, you hit the you hit the pinpoint with, with this hire. Mm. And I knew – I kind of knew of Raheem a little bit, and I knew his energy and – you know, what, what he brought to, to a culture and how all his players, you know, really talk highly of him and, and really love him. Um, but I think, I think the thing that stood out to me off, off the bat was I think 15 minutes after he got hired or after it was announced, you know, 
I, I asked for his number from from our GM Terry Terry Fontenot, mm. and I, I put his number in my phone, and literally his contact popped up for a FaceTime. Like he, oh, so he oh. FaceTimed me uh, right right then and there. So when I when Smart I when coach. I saw that call and <laughs> yeah, and when, yeah. when we started talking, it was it was pretty awesome for sure. Oh. That's cool. So, Bijan, we're both big Raheem fans, but was there even a yeah. little tiny part of you that wanted to see what it would be like to play for the great Bill Belichick? Did you think about it? Yeah. Yeah, so I, that's who I was expecting we were going to hire. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to be Bill Belichick. I mean, obviously, he's the greatest coach of all time. So, you know, for me, and I'm, all, I'm always used to the coaches that that are, are strictly business and, and you know, you know, want to want to win, you know, right away and it'll be tough on you. But that, that's just what you got to have to handle. So I'm, I'm used yeah, to that. And good. I was I, I was definitely prepared to, you know, have him come come as well. Mm. You know, you had a phenomenal rookie season. You had about fifteen hundred all purpose yards, which is, you know, it's hard to do <laughs> yes. as a rookie because yeah. you got to learn. Yeah. You got to know what. First of all, you got to know how to get to the building to begin with. You, that's number one. You just got to know how to get from your apartment, your house, to the facility. True. Yep. What, yep. Did you, what did you improve on your rookie season when you came from Texas? What was, remember, me and you and I, we, we talked about something yep. that you need to improve yep. on. What was that one thing? I think for me, it was, it was definitely, you know, being patient. Um, not just on the field, but you know, in, in the locker room, around the facility, because, you know, for me, I always want things to happen like right now. And I always want things, you know, to, to, to get off, off the ground now. But I knew that, you know, I had to stay patient in, in my learning and how I learn, you know, with, you know, being on the field, being around NFL players, asking vets how they take care of their body and how I need to take care of my body throughout a long season. So, you know, for me, that's really what it was. And I knew that, you know, obviously God had a plan for me throughout this whole season. And I had to, you know, stick with him on that and just stay ready for that. Um, but, you know, as, as my time got grow, like, as my time grew throughout the season, I just, that's when I started to feel more comfortable on the field. And that's when I started to know that, you know, I could play this game, um, you know, just as effectively as I could play it in college. So yeah. that, that, that's kind of what I had to learn a lot of throughout the season is just making sure I'm always you know, ready to go for the opportunities. So would you um, that, say it that. was harder than you thought it would be? Um, at, at first, it was definitely a, a different process because, you know, I think the difference between college and NFL is, you know, the, the speed is, is kind of similar, but, you know, du dudes are smarter in this league yeah. and, you know, they don't really make mistakes uh, too often. So, you know, I had to add a lot of different things in my bag from – trying to make defenders miss or, you know, those split, those split decisions on what I need to do and, and how I need to create the contact to make those big plays. So I wouldn't say it's, it's that much of a difference, but it, it was definitely a difference that you have to get used to throughout yep. the season. What about in terms yeah. of protection calls and blitz pickup? Did you improve on that? Absolutely. And that, that's, that's the one thing that we – attacked me and my me and my position coach you know Michael Petrie that we attacked off the bat just because I knew that you know having protection calls in the NFL is a lot different than, than college and dudes are a lot smarter with their packages and how they want to come attack especially me being a rookie you know they're, they're going to try to attack me right away so 
that that's definitely the one thing that I had to improve on. And I felt that, you know, I, I, I drastically improved on that throughout the season um, and got mm-hmm. way more comfortable as, as time was mm-hmm. going on. So when you watch Christian McCaffrey run or catch the football, what, what do you see? You know, with, with, with Christian, you know, the, the thing that I respect about him so much is, you know, he, he you don't ever really see him talking on the field like he, he, he's going to he's going to put his head down. He's going to make, you know, he, he never he never really loses ground. He always covers ground and it makes the most of every opportunity that he gets. And even even just talking to him um, in the in the middle of the season. You know, we got on the phone and, and talked. Did you? Yeah. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And he gave me just so many pointers on, you know, how to take care of my body and what he does before practice and how he goes about practice. Because, I mean, obviously people see what he does on Sundays, but he said, like, he practices really hard. And, you know, he he tires himself out at practice, which I, I pride on doing. Um, mm. But hearing that from him, and seeing what he does on Sundays, like it's it's pretty cool how how he Very prepares cool. and how he gets himself together uh, for those games. Mm-hmm. But I think that dude is the best running back in the NFL for a reason. And obviously, I'm trying to, yep. you know, one day one day get on get on that trajectory as well. Mm-hmm. I know you're young, but you're not oblivious to where you're at. You're at the Super Bowl. You're, mm-hmm. you're young. You're at the yeah. Super Bowl. What what yeah. is it that the Atlanta Falcons as a team need to do? to be in the Super Bowl next year in New Orleans opposed right. to you just sitting there doing interviews? Yeah, so f- for me, you know, I feel that we have a Super Bowl caliber team. You know, we have all the pieces that we need. And, you know, with, with Coach Raheem coming in and all the coaches said that he brought in, I feel that that was, that was the change that w- was definitely needed for this team. And, you know, all we, I feel like all we got to do is just – you know, obviously, play, keep playing for each other and keep growing together as a as a team. But just staying consistent week to week, and not having a great week here and the next week, you know, we're trying to fight for fight for a win that game. Um, because most of our losses this year <laughs> were only by three points, two points, like at the last second of the game. And I know if when we get over that hump, then we'll be we'll be the most dominant team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like just staying consistent is, is definitely the key of, of what we need to do to, to be here at this, at this position next year. Yeah. So give us a real quick pick on who wins this game. Yeah. So, you know, I think, that, I think the 49ers have a, have a better team, but I feel the Chiefs been here um, so, so many times. And yeah. they, know, they know what to expect for this game. And I know what, you know, what Pat, Patrick Mahomes does, you know, as, you know, a guy that's, that's won Super Bowl. So... I'm going to have to go to the Chiefs for this City. one. Good, good I got one last yeah. thing before we let okay. you go. How difficult, yeah. how difficult was it for you when you opened up that first check and you saw that it was less than what you got at Texas? <laughs> uh, nah, it, it, it was definitely like, man, this is, uh, this is a little different. Yeah. A little different. A lot of money. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just make, sure I pay these, make sure I pay these ties. But yeah. that, that, was, that was a little different for me. So, Bijan, <laughs> wind it up. Tell us what you're doing with Courtyard. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm partnering with Courtyard, um, and you know it's it's pretty cool. So, they they turned the the NFL suite at the stadium into a hotel room, mm. and they did it for for these big big time football fans, Jametta and Chance, 
And last week I got to go meet them at the at the room, which was pretty amazing. Like they have a, a all access view of the whole stadium. But I think it's pretty cool that what Courtyard's doing, you know, they're they're really passionate about the fans and you know, they wanna, you know, make the fan experience, you know, one that they can never forget. And you know, he, he does a lot of community work and he's donating a lot of shoes to his cause and you know, we, we, we got him some shoes, um, to, we got, we got him two, 200 pair of shoes to, to give to his cause. So I think it's, it's pretty awesome, um, to be a part of that. And, you know, Courtyard's doing a, a really good thing for not just them, but for so many people around yep. the NFL and, and around the community. So it's awesome. Very cool. We love you, man. And yeah. we'll be rooting for yeah, you next too. year. Okay, right, buddy. Yes, All sir. Right. Thank you, Thank guys. Thank you, yeah. B. We'll John you. Robinson. Lil Wayne joins us next right here at the debate desk to debate Super Bowl, Taylor Swift's impact, and Lakers Day yesterday, great and bad. Don't back down. Don't back down. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Patrick Mahomes will never be the GOAT, but this man already is. It's time for Wayne's World, as it is every Friday at this time. I had nothing to do with that. You don't even bother. I, I had to start with that because I knew I'd get you up out of your chair. So good morning to Wayne, but it is time to get your Super Bowl prediction, please. 49ers or Chiefs, and I don't know where you're going with this one. I got the 49ers. Is this a Kyle pick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I can also add this is a John Lynch pick too, man. That's my man. That's my is man. it really? That's my I didn't man. know that. Man, my man hit me up over the week. Man, that's good really? guy. Good guy. Hit John me Lynch. up. Hit me up. Man. Really? Yeah. How did you connect with him to start? He with? hit me up. Oh, he just hit you up I, out I, of nowhere. And I refused to ask him how he got the number, man. You John Lynch. I don't care how you got my number. Well, I assume right. he got it from the head coach, <laughs> right? right? I, don't, I don't think so. I think he got it from Peyton Man. Really? Yeah. From Peyton Manning? Yeah. Okay. You go back and forth with Peyton uh, occasionally? You know how we do, man. Peyton from New Orleans, man. <laughs> That's on. true. You wait, got me wait, again. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, no, wait. Listen, Wayne. I love hearing that, man. John is that dude, man. I love hearing yes. that John yeah. Lynch reached out to you because he's that dude. I When I reach out to him, I call him all the time. I tell him, man, I said, man, you make us proud the work you're doing. You know, I'm talking about those gold jacket guys mm. being in a GM role, the job that he is doing, man. Awesome. He's just a good dude. Have you ever met him before he called? I didn't. He he actually hit me with the, with one of my and with a line from my from like one of my verses. Yeah. Like, dude, that makes me love him. On, that makes me love him even more, man. I already loved him. That makes me love him. I'm gonna text him today and tell him just what we talked about today. That but, uh, makes me love him more. The cra cool. crazy thing is, is he helped me get my Super Bowl ring, and I he did. I know. John, we partied after words at the crib and everything. But <laughs> Wait, just, John partied? Man, this was. Uh, when we played, we all party with yeah. one Super Bowl. Yeah. Right, right, but right. I just, something about 15 scare me. It's just something yeah, about 15 that scare yep. me. You know, when, yep. you, when you got relationships with Andy Reid and, and, and Patrick Mahomes and you 
get conflicted, you know what I'm saying, about what to do. Mm-hmm. But I got I got the Chiefs, man, 29-24. I just mm. it's gonna be close all the way in, and then the Patrick Mahomes is gonna do something that Tom Brady has always done in the Super Bowl, which is matriculate matriculate down the field yeah, at the man. last minute, yeah. and boom, the Travis Kelsey. Now they're gonna pan to the box and Taylor Swift and all that. That's a, that's the I, setup. I see it. It's the setup. The handshake. All oh, that. it's the setup. I got it. 31-28. Higher scoring than we do. We are all down in the 20s. I'm lower in the 20s. Mm-hmm. 31-28. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who will have the best quarterback on the field to you? I mean, obviously, it's going to have to be the 49ers with Brock Purdy. Yeah. Also, I feel like this is his actual coming out party. Okay. This game right well, here, this be, stage, it, this it, platform. It score 31, yeah, better man. be up. You know yeah. what I mean? I think, you know, what I mean is he's been proving himself since he stepped no, on straight. the field. Yeah. Since he stepped on the field. But you know what he's been dealing with, all the criticism and all whatever. Mm-hmm. I think this right here, you can't, if you do your thing right here, don't worry about 1-5. Don't worry about trying to do what 1-5 do. Do what you're supposed to do. Right. Man, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it's something about, and I keep trying to tell Skip right. and the guys this, it's something about, those type of quarterbacks that make lesser quarterbacks try to duplicate mm-hmm. the same success. Mm-hmm. You can look at Lamar. Lamar could have easily taken the Ravens to the Super Bowl. But when you get caught up looking across said, at the other guy, right, right. it just they, right. they force you to. Right. That's that pressure that right. many people don't understand. Mm-hmm. That, that, that guy across the field, you're watching what he's doing. You're like, man, I'm going to show them that I belong, yeah. and you start getting out of your right. comfort zone. Yeah. And this, mm. that could happen to him. Mm. Michael, jump in. It's that Tiger, that Tiger Wood effects is what he's talking mm. about. And that's exactly, uh, Luane, what I was saying, I don't think it's going to affect Brock Purdy because Lamar, Lamar Jackson may want to battle Patrick Mahomes and thinks he can beat him. J- Josh Allen may want to battle Patrick Mahomes and thinks he can beat him. He Brock Purdy ain't going to think such a thing. And Kyle Shanahan ain't going to give him the ball to do whatever he wants to do to even try to prove such a thing. So that's why they'll lean on the running game, and they'll be able to handle it. I think it's a close game. I had it 28-24, the 49ers winning also, Mm. Dwayne. I like that. So, Mr. Wayne, how do you explain that at home the 49er defense allowed your team, the Green Bay Packers, to rush for 136 yards and at home – allowed the Detroit Lions to rush for 182 yards. And in both games, we're in some to a whole lot of trouble, right? How do you explain that? How do you factor that into what's about to happen? My response to that is they won those games. They did. Those were the the most important games of the season at the time. And they won those games. So I, I believe Pacheco is going to have a nice, a nice, a he great should. Super Bowl. I he believe should. he's going to have a great Super Bowl, right. but it will not be. It will, I believe, it will not be enough. Okay. You know. And as much as you like Kyle, he's had two disasters yeah. on his hands yeah. in two big games, right? Yeah, I know. Two big blown leads, yes. and across the field is that big red. And and you want to talk about a big game coach? Yeah. He has proven since he was in Philadelphia. Once he got one five, yes. he has proven to be a big time big game coach, yes. right? Yes, he has. Okay. Does that not scare you a little bit with your prediction for Kyle's sake? No, but what scares me about that, what you had, is that Mr. B. Enemy has 
came back around. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. what scares me. I assume he might that's be contributing as we speak. Exactly. That's what scares me about what okay. you just said about, about Big Red. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what that's the part about Big Red that scares me is that Mr. B enemy has snuck back around there and man, right. he of course he gonna right. So real quick, we went back and forth texting about this last night. The Taylor Swift impact on this game is ridiculous. It's astonishing, but it's real. Yes, w- it would is. you agree that it's a thing? Oh, it's beyond a thing. It's that's why I said what I said, Skip. You, you, the, the game gonna be close. Patrick Mahomes, oh, that's, bring him back, that's boom, serious. hit that's Travis serious. Kelsey a touchdown. And all them TV cameras gonna find whoosh. that box, and they gonna sit there watching yeah. him jump up and down yeah. the screen. Yeah. You watch, you watch what, yeah. you watch what I tell you. You yeah. gonna be texting me talking about, man, how you knew that key? Yeah. How you knew that script? Yeah. <laughs> that's the script. They putting it in play. They be having a camera on, on Mr. Lynch and them Buddhas on their suite as well. Yeah, so, yeah I, I believe we're going to be <laughs> right. showing that. Right. We're going right. to show right. that suite right. a little more. Uh, yeah. All right, real quick. Right, as, right. as an artist, how do you see her as an artist, her accomplishments? Oh, she is. She is. Uh, she's. If not, you, now, you know, we don't do greatest so in, in music because we still everybody gets better and better. And that's yeah. what we believe okay. in this artist art. Fair enough. She yeah. is one of the greatest. One of the greatest. One of the greatest. And you admire what she has accomplished in a fairly short time. In short time? No, she's been around for a long time. Yeah, but I mean, she's been working at it for a long time. But I, then she I admire it and I admire her work ethic. Right. Yes. And, and you've told sure. me that early on in her concert, she would bring in people for meet and greets yes. and shake every hand and talk to every fan. <laughs> Every 2,500 to two to 3,000 people after every show, just to tell them one, one or two things, beautiful things, and mean it. And I heard, I heard now that what she does is after her show, which is about two and a half hours, mm-hmm. she does 45 minutes after every show just, just because, just for the fans. Paid off. Yeah. She gonna be tired. Yeah. <laughs> she got a concert, I think, somewhere in, in Asia, somewhere, right? Tokyo. Tokyo, Tokyo yeah. 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 Tokyo. And she's going to fly yeah, back. Tokyo. Yeah. She'll be there. Yeah. But she's going to be on one of them big old but, but Key, G650. She'll be like, right. <laughs> Yeah, go, Mike. Right, right. Key, you, you do know, Key, they, do, they, 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 they took those painting shots. They love to see you happy, but they also take those painting shots to watch you sad. Yeah, They'll take missed. that shot yes. no matter how this game goes. Yes. Yeah. I noticed they showed that shot when he dropped those rocks. Yeah, you got it. No mercy, no mercy.